pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome. It is the Wednesday edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach here with you, talking all things DFS here on this Wednesday. And of course, uh, that's mainly going to be NBA conversation. So uh, if you're an NBA player, we'll have that for you. But we also are bringing you an interview today. That's right. We're going to have the Fantasy Draft Carolina Millions winner, small time. He'll be with us towards the end of the show, so stick around for that. Hear about his experience out there at the Carolina Millions, his thought process in building that lineup, and uh, and yeah, we've got uh, you know the big winner, so we love talking to that because, let's face it, Fantasy Draft's been a great sponsor of the show, and uh, we thought it would only make sense to kind of give their uh, big winner of their NFL uh, championship a shout out and uh, kind of hear from him a little bit about his experiences on fantasy draft and uh, if you haven't played there already please do check them out go through our links here on roto grinders and you're going to get access to our premium content for a couple of months and i think you'll uh, enjoy it as well definitely a different look to their lineup building experience on fantasy draft as opposed to the other sites and uh, even more on top of that they're listening to you the customers making a lot of changes and uh, doing a lot of good things, including lower rake. And uh, again, their new matchup blocker. You can block a number of players you don't want picking up your games, and you can set it up so only one person or two people or however many you want can pick up head-to-head games you post. So really no reason not to post games over there on Fantasy Draft. And I hope I continue to see their site grow with listeners from you playing over there. All right, let's get to NBA for tonight. I break it down positionally, and we always start at the point guard spot. Decent schedule for us here tonight, and uh, I think there's a lot of ways we can go, too, because we've got uh, some expensive players on the slate, As you know, unlike yesterday, where we didn't have that many superstars. We had LeBron, but that was like about it. Today, we've got a ton of guys on the high end, so uh, let's get into it. We'll start at point guard, and again, this is a spot where I don't really see me paying down. This could be kind of a middle tier spot. Uh, I'm just not locating a ton of value at this point in time. So the guys in the middle tier who are standing out to me, we get Kyrie Irving um, against Denver. He should be back in the lineup again tonight. Only 8,100 over there on FanDuel. 8K, uh, I believe, over there on or maybe 8,200 over on DraftKings and uh, 15-6 on Fantasy Draft. 
He's a guy who I'm going to have some exposure to. You're looking at Denver defense, 26 versus the point guard position in the DVP. And uh, Kyrie, a couple of days off and coming off that loss to Chicago where they couldn't get really anything going offensively. They really need him in that on that lineup. And he's just too cheap today. Uh, I think he's going to get over 40 fantasy points. Wouldn't surprise me to him, for him to get over 50 fantasy points tonight. Uh, he's going to be a core play for me. We also got Kyle Lowry in the best DVP matchup on the slate today uh, going against Phoenix. This is, I believe, the final stop on their road trip. They've seemingly been on the road for a while. But this is a third game in four-night situation as well uh, for Toronto. But a guy who is priced fairly at 8K on FanDuel, 8300 on DraftKings, 15-5 on Fantasy Draft is very, very fair. And uh, like we mentioned, this is like the best matchup. Even George Hill had a pretty good game versus this team yesterday. So you got to think that uh, that Kyle Lowry can certainly get it done against Phoenix in this spot. So, uh, again, I think today, even though there are a lot of stars, I think like a fair and balanced build is not the worst idea, and he kind of fits that mold there at that 8K price tag on DraftKings. Uh, other guys that I'm l liking a good bit today, I think Eric Bledsoe feels a little bit too cheap here against Rondo and New Orleans here on the road. Uh, he's at 6,900. I think that's a better spot for him uh, on FanDuel. When you look at previously, he was over in the 75, 76 range. Now he's under 7K, and I mean, he's been at 32 fantasy points or more three consecutive games and definitely has 40 fantasy point upside matchup versus Rondo's just fine um better value for you on FanDuel DraftKings is pretty much at that same price I do like the number at 12.5 on fantasy draft for him so we got him at a 30 what four percent project or 35 point projection for FanDuel about 34 DraftKings and fantasy draft uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility today for see him get to uh to 40 fantasy points here and uh, I like him a good bit here tonight at that price point. Uh, let's see, Rondo triple double last game. I mean, I I don't know. I think people are going to play Rondo, and I'm a little bit worried here in this matchup. Again, third and four nights is one thing, but it's another thing when you're kind of old like Rondo is, and you've played 42 and 37 minutes in those two games. Uh, we'll see if Davis plays. I think that does kind of limit a little bit of his upside um, from what we've seen the last couple of games. Uh, but he's really too cheap on FanDuel at 5,800. 63 on DraftKings uh, is probably right where he needs to be. Same with 12.9 on Fantasy Draft. And I think a lot of people are going to go there. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to do it in cash. I think I want a little bit more certainty. I think there's guys who are a little bit more in better lineups that I would rather roll out there. I just worry about what his role is going to be. And let's face it, Milwaukee, pretty tough versus the point guard position. So it's not a smash spot by any measure. On the high end, you got Westbrook, you got Lillard. Uh, probably not playing either of these two guys. I think you could maybe make a case for Russell Westbrook just to be like, F it. I'm going to go ahead and do what I do, and we're going to start winning games. Uh, I don't think that's an impossibility. Uh, because he's got to be frustrated with with them. I mean, they lost to Brooklyn the other day. I mean, come on. So um, he's 11-2, though. I mean, you've got so many different options. I've already talked about the guys that I kind of like at point guard. I just don't necessarily think it's uh, it's necessary uh, to, to roll him out there. Same with kind of Kemba Walker today. Like, I'd I play him in a stack. You know, if you want to run, run a couple of Houston guys and a couple of uh, Charlotte guys, 
go right ahead. Uh, I don't see a problem in doing that. But as a standalone, probably doesn't work versus Chris Paul. Um, let's see. Nobody else. I mean, Alfred Payton's all over the map, but he's too expensive. I don't think we can go there. Uh, Chris Dunn, what, 7,400 on FanDuel, but he's going against Utah, which is not the best spot. Uh, you can maybe make a case for him on DraftKings, but probably not even there. Uh, keep your eye on John Wall. He might return today. They didn't play him yesterday, and I think it's because they had a back-to-back, -back, and if you're going to bring a guy back, why not do it at home? But I would be worried a little bit about uh, whether or not he's ready to play um, a full like 35-plus minutes here after being out for the last month or so. So keep your eye on that one. He's only 7,900 on DraftKings. So uh, that one could be somewhat interesting there at 7,900. You're not playing him in 93 on FanDuel. And 15-6 uh, on Fantasy Draft. He's pretty cheap over there too. So uh, keep your eye on that situation if you're playing those two sites as you know a potential go spot. Um, one middle tier guy nobody ever plays might be a spot could be Goran Dragic today. I know the minutes have kind of uh, been scaled back a little bit into the mid-20s, but you don't mind this matchup versus Portland and Damian Lillard and played pretty well each of the last two games over a fantasy point a minute, 30 and 25, 37 and 28. Uh, I'm not sure why they're kind of cutting back his minutes, but he hasn't been over 30 minutes since November the 26th. So that's kind of the risk that you run with uh, with Mr. Dragic today. But he's getting it done on a per-minute basis. 6,200 on DraftKings, 12K on Fantasy Draft. All right, let's go over to shooting guard next. And, of course, we've got James Harden. If you can fit James Harden into your team, uh, you might want to play him. He's pretty good. But I think there's a lot of spots here that we can we can pivot to. Again, looks like Nick Batum's going to miss. Jeremy Lamb, dog of a game last time out for my team's. Uh, probably yours as well. So that's you know one guy, though, that could rebound here. Should play a lot of minutes, I would think, in this game. We've got him projected at 30 fantasy points and at 5K over on FanDuel. Uh, that's a pretty good price. He's a little bit more expensive over on DraftKings, so definitely one guy who stands out more as a FanDuel option. Gary Harris, keep your eye on this situation. The matchup isn't great. A road game in Boston, tough environment. But we saw Will Barton get banged up yesterday in that fourth quarter. So if Barton would sit, I think that would just open up more shots for a guy like Gary Harris and maybe even um, Jamal Murray out there at the point guard spot who we didn't talk too much about. But um, there's going to be shots to go around if Will Barton is out. Gary Harris, one of those guys who can who can get a, uh, you know, a, a bump there. Um, Tyreek Evans, kind of interesting here. Big pace-up game here versus Washington. Really dudded out against Miami last game, but Miami's just kind of like a stay away. They're too good defensively. So uh, I could see him come back and have a good game here. He had 53 against Oklahoma City, a 37 against Toronto. I mean, Kyle Lowry's not a bad defender by any measure. So uh, I could see him getting back to another very productive game uh, here today. So I think he's fine at the shooting guard spot if you want to go there. Um, if you're looking for a cheap guy, you've got Eric Gordon at 5,200. Um, again, against Charlotte, he finally got back going with 29 fantasy points in that last game. And you know the price jumped up a little bit because he was at 4.7 on FanDuel. Now he's 5.2. Definitely liked him more in the 4K range, so maybe a little bit more on DraftKings. And on Fantasy Draft, we've got him at 10-1, maybe a little bit too pricey over there. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, fine against Phoenix. Again, they should smash. 
it's not impossible to see him, you know, go for like a 50 fantasy point game in this one at 8.8. He and Bradley Beal. Beal last night uh, got off to just a wicked hot start, slowed down, but he's got Memphis. Uh, Really, you know, if you're choosing between those, it's hard not to go against uh, or with DeMar DeRozan. 29th DVP um, in Phoenix versus Bradley Beal who is the ninth DVP against Memphis. Now, over on DraftKings, you get $1,000 savings on Bradley Beal. He's only 7600 out there. I don't think that... Uh, I think you can look at things a little bit different um, between those two because he's 800 cheaper than DeRozan as opposed to 200 cheaper on FanDuel. So always look across the different sites to see the pricing. It definitely makes a difference. Uh, I'm not playing each one more. I think last game was a bit of an outlier here. Wing players versus uh, Milwaukee is usually a spot I tend to avoid, so no thank you. And then Drew Holiday obviously had that smash game. If Davis would sit today, I think we could go back to him. Um, but uh, it's not really a lock and load for me at 7,400. I like him. Again, if Davis is playing, I'm completely completely off of them and I think Davis will potentially uh will probably play today but we'll see uh Donovan Mitchell against Chicago in a road road game you know Mitchell I think we got to give him some looks here I don't think anybody's going to play him number one 7k on DraftKings 76 FanDuel and 13-1 on Fantasy Draft really attractive over there uh I mean he's had Milwaukee you know had a tough matchup there Uh, we talk about wings against Milwaukee not so hot so if we throw that 24 out, he had a nice game against Houston and OKC at 37, 48. Uh, this guy's gonna sh- again, gonna keep shooting the basketball. They need him to, and uh, I think he can have a 40 spot in him here against Chicago, who certainly has been playing better. Should be a pretty competitive game. So uh, I love him for tournaments. I don't know if he's gonna fit my cash game build. Again, if you're fair and balanced, maybe, but uh, definitely a guy I've got my eye on tonight. Uh, all right. I think that's mostly where I'm looking at today at the shooting guard. I don't want to throw too many names out there if I'm not looking to play them. McCollum just can't do it against Miami. Um, no, I, I don't see it. It's tough, tough spot there. Cheap enough for sure, 68, 70, uh, 67, but uh, probably not the spot that I'm looking to to uh, to spend up at. Uh, all right. Let's get to small forward next and. Uh, all right, we'll start. There's a lot of guys we can go to. I mean, Giannis is fine. I, I probably am not playing him today, but you could. Um, 12-1 is really an expensive price unless major value opens up. Uh, but he's okay. But there's just so many different names to go to, and there is some value at this position too. Number one, let's start with Denver. And uh, another nice game by Wilson Chandler yesterday uh, at a really cheap price tag, 41 on FanDuel. 46 on DraftKings, uh, you know, gave you 25 fantasy points, played 27 minutes, and another guy, if Will Barton's out, keep your eye on. I think that's going to just give him more usage in that offense. So there's value number one. Michael Kidd Gilchrist against Houston. See him playing a good number of minutes. I mean, they had him guarding um, Russell Westbrook in that last game against Kansas City and played 34 minutes. I could see a similar situation for him here in this game uh, against James Harden, just being on the floor a lot. Now, you do risk the foul trouble, and that could, you know, get you out of the game. Um, And I don't think he's a 40 fantasy point guy like we saw last game. I mean, 42, but he did shoot 8 of 9 from the field, which is a little bit, you know, unsustainable, and had four steals, which is a little bit unsustainable. And on FanDuel, 
that's 12 whole points right there. So uh, I think, could he get to 30 tonight? Absolutely. At 4,800, do we take that? Absolutely. Um, so I think he's a guy to keep our eye on a good bit today. Uh, Paul George, I don't know how you don't play him on FanDuel. He's 7,600. Uh, looks like 7,700 on DraftKings. I know he hasn't been great, but, you know, back in Indiana, I, I don't know what kind of reception he gets. Uh, I know the first time he played the Pacers, I thought he would smash, and he had like 19 fantasy points. But I feel better about this one. Um, I'm playing Paul George in most of my lineups today. Just too cheap, too. I mean, if he's 8,500, you can pass. But this is like a nut low salary for him this season. So, all aboard. Paul George train. See if he screws us today. Uh, another value at this spot I, I've overlooked is David Nawaba. Uh, we don't love the matchup versus Utah, but they are middle-of-the-road DVP versus his position, 12th. And he's just really a guy who's been producing in the minutes they're giving him. 24, 28, 30. That's his uh, fantasy production. has been over 30 minutes in two of the last three games. Uh, just 4,100 over there on DraftKings. 7,900 against... Uh, or on fantasy draft. I mean, you don't make money playing guys against Utah all that much, but Nawaba seems to have a role there. And uh, keep your eye on that situation, especially we've got to check the news on Markkinen to see what he's going to be, uh, where he's going to be with the Bulls today. Because if he's out, we've got some other values at the power forward spot. So there is some value. Uh, Sam Decker played a pile of minutes last time out. Um, and he gets Orlando, of course, Gallinari, not likely to go. So he had 27 minutes and made the most of them. Uh, four of 11 from the field, four or five free throw shooting, uh, five boards, 22 fantasy points. You'll take that at 3,600. So he's going to be popular in the um, in the stacks of the uh, Stars and Scrub type of lineups out there. So 73 on Fantasy Draft, 35 on DraftKings, so keep your eye on Sam Decker today. Uh, Darren Collison, somewhat questionable. If he was out, um, if he doesn't play today, I think we've got Corey Joseph at point guard who gets a little bit of a bump, but I think Lance Stevenson as well at 4,500 gets a little bit of a usage bump for Kansas or OK or against OKC. Uh, Jonathan Simmons, really like him uh, again. We've got no Fournier. Terrence Ross is out. The salary is climbing on him, though. That's the kind of problem we have. 65 on FanDuel, 64 on DraftKings. Uh, fantasy draft, he's at 12-6. But I think he's going to play anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes in this game. And against the Clippers, uh, we've got him projected at 28 fantasy points. Uh, it's probably a good baseline, but I think he can go for like 32-33 today. He went for 46 last game out um, against the... Atlanta Hawks, but Simmons, he's kind of a do-everything guy. That's what I like about him is uh, just fills up all the stats, doesn't need to score to, to have a big game. Uh, it's pretty hard to get excited about Phoenix right now. Um, man, you know, TJ Warren, tough matchup today, the number one DVP in the league here against Small Ford, so probably not going to pay that 8K price tag on him, but he's really cheap over there on DraftKings. You know, I said he was a plug-and-play yesterday on DraftKings, and he only gave you 27 fantasy points. But, you know, let's look at it. Sacramento's terrible matchup. Uh, tough defensive team. Play slow. Still shot the ball 24 times in that game. That was a season high in terms of shot attempts for him. Uh, so I feel like he absolutely could have smashed that salary yesterday. And at even cheaper today, he was 69 yesterday, 67 on DK. 
that's a spot that I'm looking to play. Um, out of the three sites, that's the place to play him. AK on FanDuel, you got to reserve that for tournaments. If you want to stack that game up, he's certainly a guy you want in your stacks. No question about it. Uh, all right, let's get to power forward next. And, uh, you know, there's a couple guys that, that we got to look at. Trey Lyles, number one, has really picked up the play as of late and uh i think we got to look at him a little bit at 4300 solid minutes at 27 26 um maybe a little bit of an outlier on the shooting seven of seven last game uh probably not going to see that probably not going to go three for three from three point range but you like the production uh with the uh in the fantasy point department here so he's a potential guy to look at not my number one value option because there's a lot of spots we can save but one guy that i'm looking at a little bit today um, you know, Anthony Davis, I, I know Milwaukee, he hasn't played in a while, didn't play last game, like, do, how much is he going to play, but man, I mean, the thing about power forward, there's not a lot of great options for us, so this can be a, a position scarcity thing, where you just take Anthony Davis, because you know he's going to, you know, be so much better than the rest of the players at this position, so, uh, I don't mind him if he's in the lineup tonight, uh, I'm, don't think they'd play him if he wasn't healthy, nearly played last game. So uh, I'm going to go there if he's in the lineup, I think, at 11-1. is like a, a pure spend and probably be contrarian because I don't think most people will. Um, Miritich was a stud, so if Markkinen's out again, we can fire him up at just 4.8. Bobby Portis as well played really well. It's weird to see both those guys play well together, slap high fives when they were beating each other up. But uh, nonetheless, good game by Chicago last time out. I wouldn't be surprised to see them you know, kind of keep that going um, a little bit here if they uh, continue to win games. So don't mind uh, either of those two guys here today. Uh, Serge Ibaka has been playing pretty well, and he gets a great matchup versus Phoenix. 30th in the DVP, 5,800 is his salary. Again, finally got over 30 minutes last game too, and uh, just getting it done. So I think he is in absolute play for us today i'm not buying the kaminsky game against houston last time out but he's so cheap i don't think he's out of the realm of possibility under 4k over on FanDuel. so um on that side in particular he's a guy that we can uh you know definitely look in, in using as a salary saver uh, let's see, Marquez Chris, uh, not a bad game yesterday, 23 fantasy points, but 4,600, probably can't go there, 4K on DraftKings, a little bit more interesting uh, of a spot there for him, but again, you look at these names, like, I don't love favors, he's alright versus Chicago, uh, but not a guy that I'm looking to jam in there, I mean, Jason Tatum is popping a little bit here against Denver in the, uh, in the whole projection model, but uh, I don't know, I don't love this spot again they just play so deep that boston team in that front court it's, it's hard for me to get excited about any of those guys so uh let's get to the final position and that's the center spot and uh we'll see i mean we've got aaron baines as the uh as the uh, top projected guy we have on the slate tonight um which is interesting to me uh i don't think al horford is he i believe he is out tonight but uh, I'll have to double check that. If he would be out, then yeah, Aaron Baines, Thies would be the uh, other guy who would likely get an uptick in minutes. Hold on here. Okay, he is out. He is resting tonight. So yes, Baines and Thies are going to get a little bit of a bump there in minutes. So that makes a little bit more sense. I was like, why is he the number one guy? So missed that rest news, but 
Uh, so he's 3,600. Again, he's he's going to be a path to stars and scrubs if you want to go there. Uh, I don't think I'm doing that in cash games. But the problem is center, it's like a lot of t- really tough to, you know, find guys you love. Um, might go back to the well with Marcus Saul here just as a super consistent guy. I mean, last game he didn't shoot the ball well at all. 5 of 14 from the field. That's typically not what we see from him and was pretty much down in every single category. So I think this is a bounce back spot for him against Washington. I mean, he did play uh, 42 minutes a couple of games before Miami. Not an easy matchup in their pace. So I think it's a bounce back game for Gasol. Uh, Obviously, Cousins is great if you can get him in there. I mean, Milwaukee won't have anybody who can guard him. So you can make a case that, you know, certainly if Davis is out, you just roll him in your lineup and move on. But uh, I definitely like some DeMarcus Cousins, no question about it. Just a matter of you can fit him in or not. 11K on DraftKings. Uh, DeAndre Jordan's been an absolute beast, and he's kind of the middle-tier guy that I like. Uh, Adams is fine um, against Indiana, but the price has come up. But Jordan's just literally owning the glass right now. They have nobody else to rebound the basketball, and uh, he's doing enough in the other spots to make it work. I'm going to give you a guy here, Rudy Gobert against Chicago. I think it's about time the minutes are starting to tick up. And this is a guy who was like 9K not that long ago. He's 7,400 today. Not the best matchup on the board here potentially. Um, but uh, he's just a guy that, you know, once he gets over that 30-minute mark, you can look back. He was an $8,600 player, $8,700 player, 9K. Uh, now he's down to 74. So you just want to catch this right on the, on the, on the swing up. This could be a spot. DraftKings 6,600 as well. Fantasy draft uh, at 11.9. So he is in play for me. Vooch has been on fire uh, lately. I mean, last game, major outlier on the assist side of things with 10. Um, but, you know, a guy who's definitely been doing a lot on the boards. Going to be a little bit more competitive this go around with DeAndre Jordan on there. But 66, 55, 63. We'll see if the hot streak continues with him. 93 on FanDuel, 88 on DraftKings, 16K on Fantasy Draft on a site where you can play multiple centers. Looks pretty attractive. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for our game analysis. Coming up now, interview with uh, Small Time, the winner of the Fantasy Draft Carolina Millions right here on the, (laughs) almost said SiriusXM, on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix. All right, really excited for our next guest as uh, he, of course, was the big winner of the Carolina Millions uh, live final over on our sponsor site, Fantasy Draft. So thought it was only appropriate to bring him on into the show and uh, hear about that experience and uh, what it's like to win you know, $200,000 on a given day. And uh, we welcome in Mr. Small Time, David Knutson. David, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great, Dan. Thanks for having me. Well, first off, a uh, very big congratulations to you on the win, but we got to learn a little bit about you, how you got in, your kind of history as a player. So uh, let's uh, let's start with um, getting into this Fantasy Draft Live final. Uh, what were the circumstances around it? Was it something that you were focused on? Why did you decide to you know enter the satellite? Take me through your whole kind of uh, playing experience over there in Fantasy Draft to start out. Sure. Well, I'm pretty new to fantasy draft. I only started my account with them, I think, in October, actually. I've been playing DFS for three years now, uh, mostly as a part-time player. 
this year I decided to, to kind of focus more on, you know, trying to turn a passion of mine, which is fantasy football. I've been playing uh, fantasy football for 15 years now. So, uh, yeah, I, I really want to focus this year on seeing if I could, you know, um, actually win some of these tournaments. So um, with fantasy draft, yeah, I started in October. Uh, I do a little bit of NBA, a little bit of NFL. Um, and I'm mostly looking for the big wins with the with the GPPs. I'm not trying to grind out or do cash games or anything like that. I'm a poker player. Um, been playing poker for a long time. So at this point in my life, I really am looking for those kind of big cashes. So when I saw that they had the Carolina Millions, um, that's actually the reason that I started with the site, went on there and um, and tried to satellite in. And I actually ended up doing that. I think it was, I don't even remember the cost of the satellite. It was like five or, or 10 or 20 or something like that. And it was an NBA night. And, um, and yeah, I think it was top 10 got into the Carolina Millions uh, satellite, the main one, the 250 buy-in. So satellite into that. And then, uh, yeah, had the best score that week to get me into the tournament. It was um, uh, my best play that week, I think, was a Jared Cook play. And um, it's funny because I had set that lineup on Tuesday and left it that way all the way through, which is pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, there weren't a lot of late injuries in, in that instance, but um, that's kind of my philosophy too is, you know, I, I like to pick my lineups fresh after the weekend. I take a lot of notes when I watch the games and um, I'm more of a feel guy as someone that goes off of, um, you know, the intangible stuff that you don't really, you don't really get to see with the stats. You know, two players embracing on the sidelines, things like that. And, um, yeah, set that lineup on Tuesday, and it took me all the way to to the championship. And, uh, well, let me. And, yeah, with the championship. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, when you set the championship lineup, tell me you didn't make it on a Tuesday and leave it the whole time. No, I had a couple games. <laughs> um, you know, I, I kind of viewed that, that, that finals as you know, a hybrid between cash and GPP. I knew, you know, I knew there were some really good players in that final, um, you know, some heavy hitters. Yeah. So I knew that I had to have some contrarian plays there. And for me, I'm, I'm originally from New York, so I'm a big New York Giants fan. I've been watching them all year. I know the team really well. And I know, uh, you know, there's no one out there that knows better than me how bad that team is looking right now. And, they're, you know, the dire straits that they're in, especially with their defense. You know, I had saw that Dak and Dez connected the week before, the week prior, even though they haven't had a great season together. So that was my big contrarian play was the Dak to Dez connection. I didn't think anyone would be on that. And then my third one was Kareem Hunt, who, you know, people said he's kind of been hitting a wall, but really he's been playing well. He's just not getting the goal line opportunities. He's been running re- real well. So I knew – you know, those are my three big contrarian plays, and then I went with a lot of chalky stuff with Bernard and and Kelsey, and I just knew if those three go off, I got a really good shot at this whole thing. Yeah, I was it, playing for third, you know, fifth. I was going for first. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was an interesting lineup build over there th- this week because you did have such clear chalk, and especially in a tournament that was what I believe a ten man live final. Uh, you had Bernard at 91%, Gurley at 83%, Hopkins at 83%, Kelsey in every single lineup on the site at 100%. So it was just a matter of uh, of, of figuring out that spot that other people weren't going to be on. Now, what was it about the Kareem Hunt situation? Because I get you on Dak 
and Dez. Like that's a strong correlation. Uh, and I, I think that Dak was, you know, almost due to, you know, kind of rebound here after uh, a couple of lousy weeks. Um, but Kareem Hunt, he has been the thorn in DFS or side for like the last month uh, or longer. What was it about that matchup that you said, you know what, I'm going to take the plunge here? Well, that was part of the reason. I had played him three weeks in a row leading up to that, and he kind of burned me three three weeks in a row. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm, co- I'm going for the big wins. I'm not really yeah. going – I'm not looking to grind things out. So, But I watched every one of his games, and he ran really well, and there was no reason for him – to not, you know, to not getting these touchdown opportunities. I just felt like he was overdue. And, you know, Alex Smith had a huge game the week before against the Jets with, like, the four touchdowns. Um, and, honestly, it was a gut feeling that, that, you know, he hadn't scored, I think, since week three. It was, like, week three or four mm-hmm. he hadn't scored. And I felt like, you know, he was going to get the opportunity. Uh, you know, the Raiders are not a strong team. Um and I was hoping he'd finally be able to capitalize. And I didn't think anyone would be on him. I knew with those three guys, you know, I could probably, uh, you know, maybe one or two. I think one other person had Dak, and I don't think anyone else had Hunt. So, you know, those were those were my three um, big plays that got me there. So, were you pretty familiar with the uh, with the field that you were going against? Because you legitimately faced you know one of the uh the tougher live finals that we've ever seen in terms of you know straight out opponents uh yes you get a lot of these guys in the 100 200 man live finals but in a 10 man uh you were loaded up with some some pretty top-notch competition uh I mean, I don't think anybody's intimidated when building a daily fantasy lineup because we're all still building it but um you probably knew that you had to have uh, a pretty darn good day if you were going to win this. I mean, did that go into like the contrarian thought process that you spoke about of really trying to go off the board in a couple of spots? Yeah, absolutely. I, I knew that I knew there were some serious heavy hitters in that tournament and I knew I would have to think out of the box. You know, I, I subscribe to a lot of the, the rotor grinders podcast, football guys, um, the sharp defense guy. So, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, you know, I do my fair amount of research and throughout the entire week, I knew, you know, those, those three guys that I had mentioned that I played my contrarian picks they weren't, weren't really mentioned by anyone. And if they were, it was just a passerby kind of uh, mention. So I knew that I had to be on a few guys that these heavy hitters would not be looking at or would kind of overlook. Um, I was hoping some people would be on Alex Smith because of what he did the week before. I didn't realize. I think I think there was like four or five um, teams that were that that picked Alex Smith, and this was so. When I saw that, also I felt pretty good, um, knowing that only one other person had had Dak. But yeah, it was it was a it was a little intimidating. Um, I, I don't really get intimidated easily. Sure. Uh, you know. So, um, and actually, it was more exciting that way. I'd yeah. rather go up against the best. That's the kind of what I'm looking to do here for. You know, you're going to make a splash. You want to play with the best. So you said. So where are you from? Where you Where you live? From New York. From New York originally. Um, I live in San Francisco now. Live and work out here in San Francisco. Okay. And you said that you're a poker player. Is that like? Uh, is that your main gig? Is that what you What you do? Is that what you do out in Cali? No, I got. No, I have a nine to five job. Okay. Um, so this is more of. 
you know, the uh, the part-time stuff for me is poker and, and DFS. I, I mean, a huge sports fan. I've, you know, grown up um, watching sports and, you know, Mets, New York Giants. You know, when I, when I was like nine years old, I used to try to figure out who the Mets would, you know, what they would do with their off-season moves and write down every player sure. and their salary. So I've always been interested in, in this side of the uh, the players and on, on teams and, and um, with the three major sports. So, um, you know, when DFS came out, that was, uh, I, I love that because, you know, uh, it's about really solving puzzles. Yep. The salaries and the algorithms. And that's, um, that really drew me to DFS. But no, yeah, I have a nine to five regular Monday through Friday, nine to five gig, and I kind of do this part time. So, um, where do you kind of move from here? Like you said, you want to make this passion more of a, uh, uh, you know, something that's that's more than just a passion. Like, is this a bankroll boost that's that's going to you know enable you to potentially move there? I mean, we always tell people, hey, don't get over your head, don't don't quit your job because of one big win. But um, are you are you looking to be like potentially more aggressive or see how where you are in a couple of years? What's the what's the long term plan for you with DFS? Because clearly you got you know, a strong passion for it and something that you, uh, you know, you mentioned earlier, something that you'd really like to, to kind of focus most of your attention on if possible. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I'll probably, you know, need to take a couple of weeks before I really know what, sure. what I'm going to, what the answer is to that. But I'll tell you this, I'm definitely going to be more involved now that I've had this win. Um, you know, it gives you a little leeway. I'll be able to, you know, get some more lineups in there and things like that. Um, as far as, uh, you know, making this a full-time thing, I'm not exactly sure. kind of see how that, that plays out. Um, but, yes, this will definitely make me more heavily involved. Um, but I've gotten pretty involved this season for the first time, even though I've been playing for a few years. Uh, and that was, a, that was a conscious decision that I would, you know, spend a certain amount of time each day studying and watching every game that that you know that takes time in itself so you said you've been playing for about three years or so so was this your first live final that you've qualified for yes first live final i've had a couple other um decent tournament wins and um uh some of the other sites but this is by far the biggest and yes first live so what do you think of the experience? I mean, uh, you know, people talk about it. I've talked about them all the time on, on my podcast. Um, I'm curious, is somebody who, ha- who was at one for their you know, first ever experience, was it, was it, what, did it ex- what you expected? Um, did you, you know, did you, ex- I don't say expect more, but like what, what were your overall impressions about, you know, a DFS Live final? And you recommend people continuing to, you know, uh, to try and chase these things. What do you think? I really do. I, you know, it was beyond expectations. It's what actually really, it's what drew me to that, to, to fantasy draft, to having that live final. I think having these live tournaments is um, an aspect that could kind of, you know, hopefully doesn't get overlooked and hopefully there's more of them because it was, it was just an amazing weekend, you know, staying in the Ritz Carlton, going to the Hornets game, being in a suite right next to Michael Jordan, you know, and Michael Jordan sitting five feet away from you. Um, <laughs> Which was, you know, as a Knicks, as a as a as a lifelong Knicks fan, it was kind of, uh, 
you know, uh, bittersweet sitting next to the man that, that beats you every year, but still, you know, the greatest basketball player ever. And then the sweet in the Panthers game and, you know, the, the entire fancy draft uh, family there, they were just really hospitable, anything you needed. You know, I'd actually flown my, my three brothers down um, just to take part of it. And, you know, we, t- we purchased tickets for them to go to the other games, but Fantasy Draft is amazing. Let them come in and hang out in the Sweden thing and the after and the after party. So, I mean, it's one of one of the best weekends of my life. It was just, uh, um, yeah, it was fantastic. These live finals, I, you know, I, I'll be going for every one of these for sure. Yeah, I always and I think uh, I always enjoy the camaraderie between players a little bit too. I mean, it's kind of interesting too. Once you set that lineup, there's nothing you can really do. Uh, as somebody who you know plays poker. Um, I think you could say like there's got it. There's a little bit of a difference between a poker player and a poker tournament versus a DFS player in a DFS tournament. Like, uh, yeah, I guess sometimes you can have camaraderie at poker tables, but ultimately, you know, you're down to business pretty much every single hand, especially down at the end. But in DFS, it's like let's kick back and drink some beers and <laughs> enjoy this and, and and swap some DFS uh, war stories along the way. Did did you enjoy that aspect of it too? Yeah, I really did. It was uh, it was an uh, it was an interesting um, yeah. You know, in the beginning, before the lineups had set on Saturday when we went to the basketball game, it was a you know a, a different atmosphere than on Sunday. Yeah. everyone's a little close to the cuff. No one wants to talk too much about you know their strategies and things. But once we got into that Panther suite, you know, one o'clock on Sunday, all, all the lineups had been set. Everyone kind of, you know, had a chance to take a deep breath, sit back, and um, and enjoy each other's company, and, and and throw out some different strategies on how we chose our lineups, which was really interesting to hear what uh, the thought process behind everyone, and um, and it was a great group of people. So it was just uh, it was a lot of fun, and then and then the after party, watching the four four o'clock games um, at the All American Pub down there. I mean, it was. Um, unforgettable experience. And, you didn't have a major sweat by the looks of it. You you won pretty handily, didn't you? I did. Uh, you know, at one point, I think it was when we were walking to the All-American Pub after the Panthers game, uh, Shady had just scored in overtime, and I knew some people were going to be on McCoy. I almost had him in my lineup. I almost went with uh, McCoy and Graham. Um Instead of Kelsey and uh, who was the other guy I went with, uh, Melvin Gordon. And I knew that more people would be on McCoy than Gordon. I just thought that Gordon would get um, a good share of carries that game. And so we're walking over, and McCoy runs for that touchdown, and a couple guys jumped up and down, and I was like, oh, this could make it close. Um, but I was happy to see the big Mel, who was closest to me, had Jacksonville's D, and I was – yeah, I was a big believer in Russell Wilson. I almost went with him this week as well. I thought it was just a little too risky. So I was a big believer in Russ, and I thought he would score some points against Jacksonville, which he didn't do right away. It started off a little rocky and a few picks. But um, after Russ started throwing the ball down the field second half, I felt pretty good. They also had that uh, punt return down to the one-yard line, Jacksonville. They nearly got that defensive score, too. So that would have uh, – would have... what's that? No, yeah, I was going to say I had a lot of one-yard line kind of plays. Um, Travis Kelsey had the touchdown that was sure. uh, that was called back, put on the one, and Hunt scored. Um, 
And then, yeah, that punt returned down to the one, and and I think there was one other play where it went down to the one. Oh, uh, Melvin Gordon, the Keenan Allen. Yeah. He fought it deep, and he got knocked down the one-yard line, and then Gordon ran it. Yeah, down. I remember that one, yep. Really <laughs> you got on the right side of the one-yard variance this week, and what a week for it to happen, $200,000. Uh, he goes by Small Time. What's the Twitter handle? I saw you sh- shot me if I was at Small Time DFS. Is that what we're rolling with? Yeah, Small Time underscore DFS, yeah. All right, give him a follow over there on Twitter. And, uh, David, pleasure chatting with you. Congrats on the win. Hopefully we'll see some more of you uh, out in the uh, whole DFS uh, community and world moving forward. And, uh, and congrats, man. Good stuff. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate it, you're, um, you know, you're well known in these parts, and it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be able to chat with you. So I appreciate it. Hey everyone, it's Dan Bach of Roto Grinders here to tell you about a great new innovative media event we've got going that we're going to host right here on RG. It's going to be happening on Sunday, December the 17th, and we're calling it our Sweat Show Extravaganza. That's right, we're going to be doing an all-afternoon second-screen experience for you daily fantasy players as you watch the NFL games. It's going to be a bunch of your favorite hosts here at Roto Grinders. You'll get myself, you'll get Head Chopper, you'll get David Kitchen, you got Britt, you've got Siege, you got Bobby, you got Grant, you got Colosi, you got Meansy, you got all these guys. We're going to help you build lineups for the afternoon games, for the primetime slate. We're also going to be going through Results DB. We'll review our own cash lineups in GPP lineups. We'll also make swaps when we need to right before the uh, afternoon games get started. We're going to be giving away some swag packs, playing some live play drafts as well. And I think it's going to be fun too. We've got the DraftKings live final happening down in Miami. So we'll be bringing in a couple of those finalists to talk about their experience and competing for $2 million. So all this is happening on Sunday, December the 17th, right when the games get started. It's going to be live right here at rotogrinders.com. See you then. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6 30 19.